Um, real quickly, can you do like us like a, a little a kid's voice? Do you do kids' voices? I mean, yeah, of course I do. I, mean, I, I really think that you're super awesome, you know? But I don't really like kids like that, so it's weird, you know? I mean, for such a long time, I've been like wow. being with kids all my life. And I guess after a while, you start sounding like them, but. Then I go back to my regular voice. It's like <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Conversations for the Culture. It is July. I cannot believe it. It feels like we just started the year and here we are halfway through the year. But guess what? That's a good thing, right? <laughs> That's a good thing. I'm excited about today. Uh, I have an amazing, amazing, amazing uh, guest on the show today. Um, somebody who I met during the pandemic, right? Somebody I met during the pandemic on Clubhouse. And boy, has Clubhouse changed since those days. But today's guest is Tabitha McNeil. Tabitha is a multi-hyphenate actress from... The VA. All right, Virginia, where she found her love for acting, improv, and stand-up comedy. She is the creator of the Next Up with Tabitha McNeil podcast and the Actors Meetup. And you can now hear her in multiple voiceover gigs. Raised on grits and Jesus, <laughs> she pulls from everything in her life to pursue her career with passion and love. Cultureholics, I need y'all to give a big warm welcome to Tabitha McNeil. Oh, thank you. That was real cute. I like that intro. Thank you. It was really thank nice. You. Whoever wrote I've been, that. I've been working on my reading. Usually my reading it gives like C spot run. So mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on it. So Grits, I see Grits and Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Um, real quick question. Yeah. Salt or sugar? Uh salt. Okay. You put yeah. butter on it too? I put a lot of butter for sure. Okay. I just had grits. Yeah, little cheese. <laughs> I literally just said grits. Okay, so no, no sugar. No. Mm -mm. One more question sure. that we got to ask for the debate because this is another debate: Is spaghetti a side or a main dish? It's a main dish. Hmm. It's not a side unless I'm going to a baby shower. Nah. Where are you from, Virginia? <laughs> no, I think it's. I think it might be a regional thing. Yeah, it's a main dish. Because here it, it can be a it can be a main dish, but it also can be a side. So we'll do stuff like you got fish and you got spaghetti on the side, you got chicken, you got spaghetti on the side. No. It seems like people who aren't from big metropolitan area, metropolis, is it metropolis mm -hmm. or metropolitan? Metropolis? Metropolis is where Superman's from. I think it's Metropolis. <laughs> um, but people from, it seems like they're the ones who just say spaghetti is, um, you know, a, a main dish. But I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. I okay, mean, so yeah. 
So real quick, we always do an icebreaker before we start, okay? So okay. Um, we've been running with name association, okay? And since you are in the world of voiceover <laughs> acting, okay? Sure. yeah. We're going to do a name association with some of my favorite Black voiceover artists, okay? Sure. Um, so when you hear a certain name, just tell me the role that first comes to mind. If you don't have one, that's okay, okay? Okay. All right. So we are going to start off with someone you may know, oh. Gary L. Gray. <laughs> Squid. Okay. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Regina King. Oh, um, Huey and Riley. Yes. Oh, my God. If you fumbled that bag, <laughs> I was about to be like, really? Okay. Um, Jaleel White. Can we get? I don't want to say that there was actually a Steve Urkel cartoon show, but it wasn't. No. <laughs> there wasn't. I don't believe there was one. But you're gonna you're gonna be like this when I tell you it. You're gonna be like, oh dang, who was it? Sonic the Hedgehog. <gasps> no, you didn't know that. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, not he, at all. He, he was Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, this is the one you should know. Okay, this is okay. the one you should know. I should. Cree Summer. Oh, favorite Susie. Susie Carmichael, but y'all, if y'all don't know, Cree Summer has been like everybody. Yeah. Okay. She Literally has been everyone. <laughs> okay. Here's here here here's another one. Okay. Okay. You ready? Sure. Okay. Sure. John Witherspoon. Granddad. Yeah. Shout out to John Witherspoon, one of the greatest. One of the greatest. Okay, this one you might not know, but it's for the culture. Okay. Okay. Marquez Houston. Mm. I'm trying to think of it. Cause I literally just saw him like a voiceover thing. Um dang. I, I can't remember it. Okay. So tell me. Khalil tell me. From Baby's Kids. Khalil. From yeah, kids. I did not know he was Khalil, but I knew it was from but like a really, really old movie. Yeah, old movie. <laughs> Baby's kids, y'all. If y'all have not seen it, that's a classic. We got a couple of more. Okay, okay. Kyla Pratt. This is easy. Oh, Penny. Penny. <laughs> okay, James Avery. Don't know. James Avery, y'all, who is also Uncle Phil, was also mass. Was also Shredder. On the original Teenage oh. Mutant Ninja Turtles. See, I missed that show. I did. No. Okay. All <laughs> right, two more. We got, girl. <laughs> we, we got two more. Okay. Okay. Sana Lathan. Sana Lathan. <gasps> she was Sana Lathan. No, just tell me because I'm I know it's I know for a fact it's she did not play Penny's mama. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 that's not her. Who does it not even play? Think family guy. Oh, was she I mean not um... family guy? Well, family guy originally, but she's on the Cleveland show and Family Guy, Donna. She played Donna Tubbs. No way. I did not yes. know that. Okay, see, we are I did not know that. Today. Okay. <laughs> 
And okay, let's see where I want to go with this last one. Okay, where do I want to go with this last one? Oh, one of the greatest voiceover actors of all time. I think we'll go with him. Oh, Keith David. Yes. Oh well, I I think of video games first, but he was okay. um he was in the Saints Row series for like a long time. Mm-hmm. He played a bunch of different characters, but I think it was Pierce. Mm-hmm. He played Pierce in the Saints Row. And he was also in um, Gargoyles. Yes, Gargoyles, yeah. And he's in everything. Um, mm-hmm. Some other notable voices that I love, maybe they might not be just um, straight up um, cartoons and video games, but you also, we have to give a shout out to the Allstate guy. Um, what's his name? Oh my God, I can't think of his name. I don't know his name, but I know He also he played is. the president on um, 24. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Um, I know. Lizzie, I don't know his you name. Check that out for me. Yes, Lizzie is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know his name at all. <laughs> but yeah, he's also uh, um, super dope. Then you have uh, Kevin Michael Richardson. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Kevin Michael Richardson is. Um, he he's 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 a legend. He's been in everything from the Powerpuff Girls to the Wild Thornberries yeah. to just some of everything. So. Voice over acting is really where it's at, y'all. Voice over acting is really where it's at. And sure. that's where Tabitha is at. Also, would you say that um you know who else is really good with voiceovers? Who? MC Light. <laughs> yeah. Mother has a she stays booked and busy. Every BET Awards, every mm-hmm. everything. She just her voice is iconic. Iconic. All right. <laughs> so that was um you know, our little icebreaker. And we're going to do one more icebreaker. All right. One more icebreaker. I do this with everybody who comes on the show. And this is Black Card Revoked. And his name, according to our producer, is Dennis. Yep. Dennis Haysbert. Dennis Haysbert. That's such an interesting last name. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we don't know it. Because it's like, oh, Haysbert. We call that man. Oh, it's the All State Insurance. Yes. Or that's that's President Palmer. But yeah, obviously, yeah, we know who he is. Okay, that's who he is. Um, okay. He was also in an amazing show called The Unit. So like that man yeah. stays booked and busy. But okay, mm-hmm. so Black Heart Revoked is a game that we play where our guest comes on and they tell us something that would get their Black Card revoked. Okay. Uh, we we'll, we'll get their black card revoked. So we're going to start off with this right now. Um, I'll give you a couple. Some of the other ones was like uh, me. Um, they told me my card was a revoke because I didn't know how to do the electric slide, right? right. We've had other people who came on the show and um, they said they never saw poetic justice, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some people come on the show and said that they put ketchup on their chicken, right? And That's don't allowed. eat hot sauce. <laughs> what? That's allowed, but you know. I wouldn't That's say loud? it out. I wouldn't say it out loud. It's just allowed okay. for them, but I wouldn't say it out loud. I know. I feel like that's something mm-hmm. like kids do with chicken nuggets. And yeah. After, after and they're that, like, after a certain age, that shouldn't be a thing. But hey, it's comfort. Their own. Um, I think there was somebody who didn't like peach cobbler. So like, there's different things okay. like this. So Tabitha, tell our culture holics what sure. would get your black card revoked. I haven't fully watched Roots. Like I watched maybe the first one, but not the other, I don't know, five. <laughs> okay, so you know, anybody who knows me, 
knows that I don't like no slave stuff anyway. So mm-hmm. I personally won't take your black card away for that. Okay. Yes. I won't take your black card away from that because it's a slave movie. You feel me? Yeah. I just, I feel like it's a rite of passage though. <laughs> Do you say I it's just a rem- rite of passage? Yeah. Cause I just remember the moment my mom was like, we're going to rock roots. I was like, okay. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan of it. I'm I'm just not a fan of it. I can't do it. But I can, mm-hmm. you know, to Easter room. All right, y'all. So this has been our, you know, our little opening or whatever. This the yeah. session that we call chop it up. So we're gonna go ahead, we're gonna pay the bills, right? Because we gotta keep these lights on, inflation and everything. And then we will be back with Tabitha after this break. We gonna get right back to the conversation, but before we do, I need you to go to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash it's Micah B. That's www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash it's Micah B. Check it out. As you know, I'm a content creator, podcaster, TikToker, YouTuber, all of the above. If you want to support the work that I'm doing, if you want to support the content, if you want to donate to the show, if you want to give to the cause, just go to that website and throw a coffee my way, throw a couple of dollars my way and check it out. When you do that, it allows us to grow this show. It allows us to grow our YouTube. It allows us to grow the other platforms so we can continue to give you the best conversations that we can. Speaking of conversations... Let's get back to it. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. We are back. Uh, this is Conversations for the Culture. And we are back with my very, very special guest, Tabitha. All right, Tabitha. We have fun in the opening. Now it's time to get to business. Okay. I want to know, first off, okay? Mm-hmm. I want to know, how is it like being a Black voiceover artist how's it like being a black voiceover artist it's really crazy because most of the time you're not playing yourself or you don't see characters that are like yourself so Mm. most auditions they're just kind of like oh you know we're looking for a funny charismatic shy whatever and they rarely ever say a race but I know what it is before you know, kind of like reading the audition and kind of be like, oh, yeah, like this person's white. <laughs> um, but luckily, for the last 10 months I've been doing this, I've been playing characters that look like me. So it can be really hard to find writers who can write from a Black experience, um, who understand what that sounds like, <laughs> who understands that we all 100% sound different, like we all don't sound the same. And the lines aren't just like, Hey girl, what it do? It's like we don't all <laughs> we don't sound right. like that. We don't talk like that. But it's so awesome to be able to have people who actually ask for my perspective and are like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, how would you like her to sound like? You know, what does your what does your character want to do? I like I love your voice. I love what you're bringing to it. But what can I do as a director to add a little bit more of who you are? And so I've been lucky to have some roles that do that. I love that. I love that. Okay, so just for, you know, I'm going to sprinkle these in here, <laughs> sure. here and there, okay? Um, real quickly, can you do like us, like a, a little, a kid's voice? Do you do kid's voices? I mean, yeah, of course I do. And I, I really think that you're super awesome, you know? But I don't really like kids like that, so 
it's weird, you know? I mean, for such a long time, I've been like being with kids all my life. And I guess after a while, you start sounding like them, but. Then I go back to my regular voice. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so, I need y'all to give a round like of applause. Small child. Wow, that is amazing. So, okay, this isn't on the list that you sent me, but like, I'm so intrigued, right? Yeah. Like, how did you know? Like, when did you know that you could like do voices? Um. So I've worked with kids like all my life. I was a camp counselor. I was babysitting. I did a bunch of youth groups. Like I was around kids most of my life. And so I think, like I said before, I've kind of picked up their lingo Mm -hmm. and they're not going to listen to me in my regular voice. Like I'm not a screamer. I'm not going to yell at you. So it was either talk like me or talk like them. And most of the time Mm. talking like them actually made them listen. So I think it just kind of developed over time of like these little right. random kid voices that I can do because it was like, yeah, you're only going to listen to me if I sound just like you. So me saying, hey, can you like put that toy away? And they're like, no, you're an adult. And I'm like, yeah, can you like put that toy away? And they're like, okay. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. All right. So, um, wow. Like, I'm just like, so I know, so when I met you over on the House of Clubs, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> when I met you over there, um, I didn't know you that you did voiceover acting, right? I knew you were doing, mm-hmm. you did like stage stuff, you did like other like, you know, acting gigs or whatnot. Yeah. Um, so can you talk to us about how is acting, how acting is actually a huge part of voice acting? Yeah, so... Maybe years ago, all you had to do was kind of maybe have a good voice, right? When we listen to mm-hmm. Keith David and all the others that we mentioned before, they just have amazing voices that we don't hear every day. But they were also like established actors. And so a lot of it goes hand in hand. Yes, I'm probably in a booth or a studio and I just have me in the mic, right? Um, TV and film has all this really cool magic. We have the costumes, we have the people and the lights, but with voiceover, I have to imagine all of that in the comfort of a booth or my closet. (laughs) So getting to, um, taking a bunch of acting classes and being in it for so long and taking just like you know just regular acting classes from like Meisner and Brecht and all these other like master studies that you have to do as an actor I bring that all in to my voice acting and so Mm -hmm. someone that's may have been in it for 15 years and never taken an acting class they're like wait a minute I I may not know how to act I may just have a really great voice and that's what's booking me but the fact that I know how to be an amazing actor and I haven't taken any like formal training in voiceover it's a weird feeling because it's all just my acting skills and nothing to do with me ever taking a class wait 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 wait, wait. (laughs) you just blew my mind there you say you have not had any formal voiceover training nah but you teach voiceover right um just the from the perspective of already being an actor that's it so if you're already kind of like an actor you know what you're doing on screen Mm -hmm. let's take that and do it off screen it's about the same the scripts are literally the same none of it's different it's just you're in a booth without the magic can you still be an actor without 
the, you know, the costume, the lights and everything else. Right. Yeah, you can. I still have to bring the same emotion. I still have to cry. If there's a gun scene, I have to feel like I'm actually, you know, holding a gun in my hand. I still have to scream and run and do all of those things in my two by two closet. Um, but yeah, it's literally just showing off your acting skills. And I think that's what's helped me wow. book so much. That's amazing. So, um, wow, that is amazing. Okay. That's <laughs> like, I'm just so, this is cool. Okay. So let's do another one. Okay. Let's okay. do another one. Um, right now, um, conversation for the culture, right? Mm -hmm. Um, we now have an hour long show <laughs> on BET. Okay. All right. I want you to give us that BET voice <laughs> and talk about conversations for the culture coming on, coming to BET this fall. <laughs> oh, well, okay. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it like out. Like the BET, you know, like the MC Live BET style voice. I don't know about that. We could try. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Um, introducing, uh, introducing, huh? introducing, introducing. Tabitha. This is how I actually sounded the booth, by the way. I talked to myself. Uh -huh. Anyway, <laughs> but um, conversations for the culture. Super amazing. Super great. And it's now on BET+. Plus. That's it. That's all I got. Okay, okay. That's all okay. I got. Your girl don't do commercials, okay? I only do, do characters. So you okay? do characters. Okay, do you I do old? Do you do, do you do men? I can do a teen. I can do a little a teen, teen boy. Yeah. A teen boy. I can do a teen boy. What would a teen boy sound like? Like, dude, are you serious right now? I mean, I think conversations for the culture is like really amazing, but uh I'm a dude. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to watch sports, but <laughs> you don't even know about sports. <laughs> it's pretty cool though. But yeah, that's Yo, it. That's really cool. What I guess really, so. <laughs> that's really cool. That's really cool. And you said you've been doing this how long? Only 10 months. Only 10 months, so you're only going to get better. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I it's love that. Cool so you know far. what's crazy? When I do watch the voiceover, right? Um, mm -hmm. Who was it? Um, Hallie. She had yeah. posted something. Hallie Bailey, y'all. You know, the sister of the person y'all hate. <laughs> um, Hallie was on. She shared something of her in the studio doing Ariel, right? She was doing yeah. voiceover. And it was crazy because, like, what you were just talking about, I definitely saw. She was, like, moving her body like everything. It wasn't just her standing in the booth talking. It was like she was actually like, yeah. <laughs> like she was moving, like she was swimming. Yeah. And I was like, yo, that's yeah, I like that. I like that because you see a lot of times people think it's just like, like you said, a lot of people just think it's just you get in there and you just talk into the mic. But it's mm -hmm. more than that. Yeah, I literally have to move around because again, there's not a costume there's not props for me to kind of really do anything with so it's literally just me my acting skills and a mic and someone behind the screen telling me if I did a good take or not and if I don't I have to do it all over again and still have all of these kind of you know crazy movements that's powerful yeah all right so <clears throat> now you told me something and I was like whoa this happened I didn't know this happened Mm -hmm. Um, talk to me about how you almost became a TV one host after your collaboration with Roku. That's awesome. Yeah. So during quarantine, I thought my life was over. I was like, 
Well, yeah. guess that's it. I'm never going to be an actor again. Um, and I made this podcast called The Next Up with Tabitha McNeil, where I interviewed all of my actor friends who were literally like about to be on Broadway. Um, they just booked a show and, you know, the world shut down. And I was like, well, where what can I do to bring a little bit of joy into that? And mm -hmm. that was talking to them about their journey so far. And it was basically just me interviewing you, interviewing them like you're doing here and saying like, hey, where did you start? And how did you start from this place and get to where you are, even though everything seems crazy right now? And so the same thing happened with Clubhouse. I did about two to three seasons of the next set with Tabitha McNeil and Clubhouse started. And I was like, OK, I'm still feeling the same way. We still are locked out. So. Mm -hmm. Let me do this clubhouse thing. And then, you know, I randomly made up actors meetup. And I remember the first couple of like um, rooms that we had, this person kept popping up and I, I forget his name right now, but he emailed me. He's like, hey, what's your email? And I was like, oh, you know, this is, you know, my podcast or whatever. And he was like, cool, cool, cool. I'll get back to you. Three days later, he sends me this email and he's like, hey, you know, we're looking for um, some hosts for a TV one show and we'll think you'll be perfect for it because you already have this thing with Roku. And I was like, mm. what? <laughs> you want me to be a host? And mind you, I'm super shy. So I'm like, are you serious? And mm -hmm. we kind of went back and mm -hmm. forth and it didn't end up working out because, again, I'm just this. You know, I've, this is my first time doing anything like this. But the fact that I was even offered yeah. to be a part of it, mind you, the next I was have the McNeil wasn't getting like a million views. I just had a very small fan base of people who really enjoyed my content. And he was like, no, you'll be perfect as a host. I was like, yeah, yeah I don't know. But OK, he was like, yeah, just keep in contact. You know, even though this didn't work out keep in contact with me. And I was like, okay, cool. So yeah, I that's been my journey. <laughs> I love that you said that. I love that you said that because <laughs> at the end of the day, it doesn't uh -huh. matter. You know, whenever I feel inspirational, I move into my Kirk Franklin voice because, uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. you know, he's very inspirational. So for those of you who don't know, but for real, <laughs> what you said that I really loved was it doesn't, you didn't have a lot of, a bunch of views and all of that. Yeah. And it's not about how many people show up. It's about the right people showing up, right? Mm -hmm. Because you could have, like this podcast, right? This podcast, I could only have, let's say I only have like 40 people who listen to this podcast, right? Yeah. But then there could be somebody who works for um, Revolt TV who, who taps in somehow, hears this, and they're like, oh my goodness, this dude is amazing. Let's bring him on to Revolt. Boom. Yeah. So for those of you who are listening, for those of you who feel like you're chasing the numbers and you're chasing the views and you're chasing the followers, I don't want you to be discouraged. I just want you to show up because at the end of the day, all you need is the right person to hear you. All you need is the right person to see you. And then you just need God to blow on that dream and blow on that vision and blow on that purpose. And you're going to see that thing take off. Wow. Yeah, you could do voiceover. That was a great... I do Kirk good. I, I can't do everybody yeah. good, but Kirk, Kirk is, is one of my ones that you know. I do Kirk. I, I do Kirk very well. Mm -hmm. You know, oh. <laughs> no, but for real, that's amazing. That's amazing. So, what was Roku? What were you doing with Roku? Um. So, same thing happened. Um. Again, 
small fan base, but someone yeah. found me. And she was oh, like, wow. hey, I really love your podcast. I have a channel on Roku. Do you, um, and I'm looking for podcasts to show on it. And so I was one of the first podcasts that she collaborated with on her channel um, called Chemistry Network. So now you can watch um, the first three seasons of the next episode with the McNeil on Roku. So, and that was like a weird, the most craziest feeling ever because it was like a legit contract. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, if I, <laughs> this is, wait, this is oh, real. Um, so it's so cool. Like, again, you really don't need this big people following you. It could take one person to just be like, yeah, now we want you on Oprah. And now I went from 10 views to now a million and you never knew. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's all about consistency. That's why I tell people, like with yeah. me with the podcast, this right here. Um, so I'm looking at it. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Like your episode, I want to say it's like episode 40, maybe. Come it's on. gonna be episode <laughs> your episode is gonna be episode 43. Yeah, that's crazy. It's gonna be episode 43, and like we don't have all of the listeners in the world, but let's say somebody comes and like I'm pitching something to an investor and then they're like oh let's let's see your and they're like wow you have without the funding you've already put in 43 episodes mm -hmm. yeah we're going to go ahead and you give you this money so it's all about consistency y'all it's all about yeah. consistency and i was doing that heavily every wednesday um, I would set the people up like during the week. I would get their questions mm -hmm. ready. Wednesday comes, we record or we'll record on the weekend when they were free. And it was super consistent. And I started blowing through seasons quickly. And I was like, oh, this is giving me a little bit of burnout. But now you can literally go watch it. And those same people that I've interviewed have gone on to do like incredible things. And so now I get to say, yeah, I interviewed them when they said they were going to be a series regular. And now they are. Which is crazy. Did you interview? Uh, did you interview Dio? No. Really? No, I didn't know them at that time. Oh, so this mm. was before. Yeah, you did say this was yeah. before Clubhouse. Yeah. You took the actors. Okay. Clubhouse. One thing about Clubhouse, sure. y'all. Um, Tabitha is had a very, 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 very <laughs> famous room on Clubhouse. She had one of the original. Now we. <laughs> Now I wouldn't say we no. were season one. We weren't season one of Clubhouse because that was all of the the important the industry people, right? Yeah, influencers who mm -hmm. had it. But we were season two of Clubhouse. Yeah, um, like around Thanksgiving time frame of twenty twenty. Yep. Yes. Of twenty twenty. Because Kevin Hart brought me to the Clubhouse. Yeah. The Kevin Hart, the infamous Kevin Hart room, mm -hmm. where they were talking trash about Kevin Hart, and then he popped up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So. Um, Tabitha had an amazing room and I want to talk about this room real quick and then we're going to take one last break and then come back. Okay. So an amazing room Tabitha had and we're there, you know, I'm just supporting her because I loved her rooms. All right. Um, and it was just like, we would have rooms and we would just kick it in the rooms, right? It would be like mm -hmm. 10 to 30 of us, right? Yeah. Just, just talking. talking about, talk about talking movies, entertainment, mm -hmm. bad, whatever it may be. Right. Um, this night we were talking about Tyler. At this point, we were talking about Tyler. No, yeah, the room was Ava DuVernay Appreciation Room. It was um, so yeah, it was called the Ava DuVernay Collective. I remember yeah. like we were just talking about movies, mm -hmm. and and someone was like, "Yeah, we should make like an Ava DuVernay room," and I was like, "Cool, I'm gonna do that." <laughs> And so yeah. we make one, and we're having a real serious conversation about Tyler Perry wigs. And mind you, it wasn't nice. But it like it got bad. Nice. 
It wasn't terrible, but it was definitely clowning for the wigs. And yeah, for the and I was like, man, sis. and for the so you doing the bending, like the, yeah. the, over, the top, the over the top lines. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I forgot, like, um, as someone was just like, yeah, the wigs look crazy, and there's something with like the hairlines, and then all of a sudden, mind you, on Clubhouse. Um, nobody is joining this room, right? It's literally maybe right. just me, Micah, um, Geo, a couple of other people in that room, uh, Taisha. We're just talking. And so at the uh, the little people that come inside the room on Clubhouse, somebody who's amazing, famous, you've seen her movies. <laughs> um, Avery DuVernay's little bubble pops up and we get <laughs> real quiet. <laughs> Because <laughs> now, well, at that point, I said, when I, as soon as I seen her, I said, hey, 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 <laughs> yeah, like, hold up, hold up, <laughs> stop. Hey. This may stop our checks. Um, but I forgot to add, I remember I tweeted her. Now, mind you, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I just made my Twitter too, and it said, um, at Ava, we're doing a room of Clubhouse called the Ava DuRene Collective. I did not mm-hmm. think this lady was gonna see my tweet. And so when yeah. she pops up again, Michael's like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because <laughs> now we got to shift our conversation. Yes. And then she pops up and she's like, you know, she has this amazing raspy voice. She's like, hey, y'all. We're like, um. Remember, though, remember before we brought her up, we continued. So we continued that conversation. Oh, yeah. About movies and about when they see us, this, that, and Yeah, and yeah. Before we brought her up. Then she rose her hand. And it was funny. Yeah, yeah, we- yeah, yeah. Because when she came in, everybody was like, yeah, so Ava, people who weren't speaking all the time, they were like, yeah, Ava, it's just such a phenomenal, phenomenal <laughs> talent. I'm like, if y'all don't stop booty clapping on this thing. But Again, because when, when she comes. Up, it was amazing how quick, how quickly things shifted. When we brought yeah. her up, that room went from like 30 to like, I forget what the numbers were, but you um, had, we had, it's somewhere on my Instagram, but we definitely yeah. had like over Thousands. 200 people. Yeah. Like in that room that night. And yeah. it became even more when others started to join, when they saw her in it. Tim's story. Yeah. Lakeith Stanfield. Um, Lakeith Stanfield, um, y'all. Lakeith her brother Stanfield. was in there. Ava's brother came too. Lakeith um, was so drunk in that yeah. room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> remember when Maul was praying and then in the middle of this dude like, praying he's like we're like can we pray for you Evan? she's like sure yeah and then yeah. Like, Maul was like so he's praying for her um and then all of a sudden you hear can I put my finger in your butt <laughs> <laughs> he, it's he, literally he, like that he was talking to, I guess he was talking to his wife mm-hmm. um because she was there with him yeah <laughs> In the middle of the prayer, it was amazing. We and were then, like, "What is going on?" <laughs> wow, you did that! You did that! Oh uh, well, you know, it's not—it's not just me because you definitely helped. I remember, um, I was like, "Can you help me out with this?" Because I yeah, know I as said, soon as she bean. get in here, <laughs> yeah, I just said, "Throw me a green bean," because mm-hmm. I already knew what would happen. People would, because everybody want to come off of mic. One person was like, "Do you remember that one person who like?" So Ava's sitting there taking questions from people, right? Yeah. And then some girl, I forget who it was, but she's like, "Do you have a problem with?" She's like, "Do you find? Do you don't? Have, you don't have a problem making trauma porn?" 
Yeah, and like, mind you, I think we were texting, and I was like, take this girl off right now. They are not about to make us lose her tonight. <laughs> like, God. no way. And she answered it, like, so professionally. Yep. She was just like, hey, you know, like, if you don't like my stuff, you don't gotta watch it. And we were like, all right, back to the gulag you go. Um, This is why we wanted friends on the panel, okay? This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah, exactly. If somebody comes into the room, and y'all act Y'all just act y'all's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Whew. Well, y'all act y'all's shoe sizes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but all right, we're going to take one last break. We're going to take one last break, and then we're going to wrap up this conversation with Tapping the McNeil. You are listening to the Conversations for the Culture. We will be back after this. All right, we are back. <clears throat> we are back with Tabitha. This has been an amazing, amazing, amazing conversation. Oh. Um. All right, talk to me, Tabitha. What are you doing now? Because we know in the pandemic, you said that you started your podcast, right? Mm -hmm. You started doing your clubhouse rooms. Yeah. But outside is open again for now because, like, folks out here passing around COVID again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I thought it was over, but it's obviously not. No. Nope. Um, yeah, they out here passing around COVID again. But outside is open and hopefully outside stays open. So now that outside is open, what is Tabitha up to? You know, still doing my voiceover thing. Um, I just booked an animation show and just booked a visual novel game. So that's awesome. Um, and then Congratulations. a couple of, you know, I mean, it's really weird because for voiceover anyway, I've been consistently booking like weekly. So it's usually just kind of like, oh, yeah, I'll wake up and it's like, yeah, you got cast for a project. So that's been taking up a lot of my time, but I'm definitely thinking about bringing back my podcast, um, especially since I have like the equipment now. Before, when I was doing the next up with Tabitha McNeil, I had a $40 microphone from Amazon. Mm. Now, I have a little $200 microphone now, so it's a little better. Hello. <laughs> um, Doing a little something different. So bringing back my podcast and, you know, trying to be like you, Micah, get on my social media game. Um, I learned a lot from you just from posting and your little oh, wow. passive aggressive <laughs> little like you should get on your game. Um, your amazing little reels. They're like super motivational for me sometimes. So trying to get a little bit like you. Um, and then I'm working on a short film, which is crazy right now it's supposed to be um a bunch of amazing people from virginia just collaborating and i call it the collective where mm. um we partner with actors directors producers musicians etc that is all in the virginia area to start actually making films and projects produced exclusively in virginia i think we have a lot of people that come out from virginia and then make it elsewhere and then they're like, oh, yeah, I'm from Virginia, but I live like in L.A. or New York. And it's like, no, you're not. You're not from Virginia. Right. But it's like, no, there's been some amazing people that has came out from Virginia. So without us, you wouldn't have Missy Elliott. But that's all. I won't talk about the other people, but I we only acknowledge. What, like Chris Missy. Brown and Trey Songs? No, we don't acknowledge them. <laughs> 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 we, don't, we don't talk about them. 
Oh no. my God, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. No, Virginia that's- got a lot of talent. Virginia yeah. definitely has a lot of talent. Yo, that's amazing. Um, well, first of all, thank you for saying that. That's very kind of you for saying that. Um, and I'm glad you got something for it because, like, as you see, as you probably seen, I've switched up, so I don't do that anymore. I don't teach yeah. folks in, like so. If they didn't get it. They didn't get it. I even went back and deleted like all that old content. Um, so like, if they missed out, they missed out because now I'm all in with the you know, culture commentary and podcasting. And, you know, I'm going to be teaching people how to podcast and yeah, that type of stuff now. But yeah, as far as the other stuff, hey, they snooze, they lose. And then nah, that's, why their, that's why their accounts are still struggling, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> ah, that was not passive aggressive at all. That was just passive. I mean, that was just aggressive right there. Yeah, that was just um, violence. <laughs> so you're going you're gonna to bring back the podcast. Yeah, I'm going to bring back the podcast. Okay, so we're going to have to have a conversation for sure, because uh, listen, I am 100% um, unapologetic in letting people know that I'm doing some recruitment for my podcast network that I am looking to launch by the end of the year, right? Officially launched by the end of the year. Um, Right now, Conversations for the Culture, obviously, will be the quote unquote flagship show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Hopefully unless she changed her mind lizzie's podcast is going to be on there uh yeah. it's called phenomenal woman if y'all mm-hmm. haven't listened to the phenomenal woman podcast uh you can get that on all all platforms and all of that um we are actually in pre-production of a show um it's going to be a pet i think they have like they're gonna have like three to four hosts i'm just going to serve as the producer but they're gonna have three to four hosts it's called the um the Black Gay Agenda podcast, okay. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, we are slowly building it out. And so what I want to say is we would love, 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 love for you to be a part of the podcast network. It's like a big Oprah right now. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> we would love to be. Yeah, we would love for you to be a part of the family, be a part Aww. of the family. I love so, that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm um and honestly, it's just I really want to get uh, you know black creators, um, maybe one day it's black and brown creators. Okay, mm-hmm. you feel me? Mm-hmm. But, but <laughs> we'll start off with black first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, get black creators who are really passionate and not people who are just doing a podcast just to do the podcast, but who are really purposed to do it because nowadays everybody got a podcast, right? Yeah. And a lot of people got podcasts who shouldn't have podcasts. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Like the dudes who'd be like, yeah, women, at the end of the day, women, <laughs> they need to serve the man. And, right. And, like, we don't need more of the podcasts. We need podcasts that are actually, like, impacting and changing lives. So mm-hmm. definitely would love to have you be a part of that so we can have more conversations centered around that. Yeah, I would love to. I mean, like I said, I started that podcast because, again, I thought the world was over. <laughs> And um, (laughs) so and getting to see their journey from like, yeah, like I was I was homeless, I was broke. And yet here I am getting to be an actor, a producer, whatever they were doing. And now Mm. that we're, you know, outside, outside, um, they get to do all of those things now. So it's so cool to see their journey from, you know, quarantine to now we're here. They're stars. It's like, mm. yeah, you know, uh, don't forget about me. Uh, but still, it's so cool to just see them just blossom from that. So I love that. I love that. I love to see everybody win. You're out here winning. Mm-hmm. I love to see it. Um, 
Geo, friend of the show. He's out here. Yeah. Got on power for power. Know? Okay. Like what? <laughs> like, I said, you he, gave me a reason to see the show. Look at that. Listen, I don't even watch that. Mm -hmm. power. I don't watch that power stuff. I'm yeah. old school. I'm about the wire. The wire is my power. Yeah. Um, but no, it's just like good. But it was like we just, when you see people's journeys, when you see them go through the struggle, when you yeah. see them get it out the mud, right? Mm -hmm. Like he was doing the kickback with Gio during the, yeah. you know, during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. it, it's all about, I can't stress this enough to our listeners. It's all about consistency. Mm -hmm. It's all about consistency. I don't care if the audience isn't there yet, be consistent. Yeah. If the money isn't there yet, be consistent. I'm going to say that again because I got to tell myself that. Oh, no. It's, it's <laughs> Listen, like people don't know broke until you know, like the life of a creative broke. Hello? Mm -hmm. That's a different type of broke. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a different type of broke. Yeah. But be consistent, y'all. Because it only takes one moment for somebody to hear your voice, to hear your story, to see your content, to want to be, and then they're going to go ahead and give you money. And that yeah. can change their life forever. So mm -hmm. be consistent. Be yeah. consistent. I can't stress that enough. And I know that somebody in there, you know, somebody listening to this right now who felt like giving up, who felt like quitting, who felt like, oh, I'm never going to do this again. Oh, I'm never going to make it. Oh, my dream. You know, uh, I've been having this dream for 10 years and it still hasn't come. Just keep yeah. being consistent. Mm -hmm. And also, whew, I feel it in my shining eye right now. Tabitha. Uh, <laughs> right in your also, shoulder. <laughs> also. Age, right? I need y'all yeah. to get over this whole thing is I'm too old, mm -hmm. right? Because we talked about Ava. Ava didn't pick up a camera until I want to say 33. Like 33 years old. 33 years old. And she, she told her story. Um, she was just kind of like, I did everything else before I picked mm -hmm. up that camera. She was a rapper. Like mm -hmm. Ava was out here selling mixtapes, <laughs> mixtapes to people. And she's one of the most like favorited directors of all time. So imagine her picking up a camera at 33 and then being like, I'm gonna do movies. And mm -hmm. now everyone knows her name. Mm -hmm. So yeah, your age doesn't matter. 33 might just be your golden year. You've done mm -hmm. all the training. You've done all the work. Great. And so now when you, whatever age you become, when it gets off for you, you have all of that training and knowledge behind you. Of course, we're seeing people, you know, like on TikTok who may get famous in like five months for picking their nose and, you right. know, playing to black music. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's them. Right. Like there, there's no that's longevity them. in that. But there is nope. longevity in the knowledge that you have over the years. So. Yes. And all of those no's mean something. I look at even people like Viola Davis, right? Mm -hmm. Viola Davis, like she's been around since 92, but she wasn't working, working until like the 2000s, right? Yeah. And even so her book, she was homeless. Like yes. we talk about being a broke creative. She was out here with no shoes. Okay. Yeah. Like still wanting to be an actor. And mind you, this was a time where racism was heavy. So imagine yes. no shoes, no running water. You literally mm. had to wash your clothes in the cold water because you couldn't produce heat in your home and you're going to school. Everyone hates you because you're a black, a dark skinned black woman. And now those same people applaud you because you win an award every single year almost. Yeah. Every movie that she's in, we flock. I don't care yeah. if it's a kid movie. I'm going to see Viola Davis. So she did do Michelle Obama dirty. You know, we don't talk. <laughs> well, 
she did what she did. Okay, I'm she did not. What she did. <laughs> she did. But no, it's inspired. Like it's just like, yeah, those nose mean something, y'all. So like, yeah. if you're feeling discouraged today, if you're feeling like giving up, if you feel like throwing in the towel, just know that there is something after. Know that there's something on the other side of this. <laughs> Yeah. And the people may not see your, the people may see your glory, but not understand your story. But just know that God's going to work it out for those who keep in the race, for those who stay consistent. So if you're, if you're listening to this right now, wherever you are, I need you to just stay mm. consistent. No, but for real, <laughs> I need y'all to stay consistent. No, no, yeah, that's really what it is. And keep pushing because it's yeah. going to happen. You One like your happen. first view could be Ava DuVernay, and now she wants to book you for a show. And so yep. you're saying, like, oh snap, I only had like 10 views today, or you know, no one liked my post. I promise you that they see it, they just don't want to like it. Ooh. I promise you they see it. I, <laughs> I promise <laughs> you. When there there has been times where I've had no engagement on Instagram, and then I'll post like I booked something and they'll be like, I've been watching you. So you didn't like my stuff? Oh, I don't really do that. But then you'll go like, yeah. you know, everyone else's go like the famous people stuff. But I promise you that they see every move that you do. And this is what the haters do. They see everything that you do. But yeah, you know, a little word on today. It's not even Sunday. That's good. Hold on <laughs> one second. Because for some reason, people like, so the next guest uh, who's here later, yeah, um, he felt the need to... <laughs> <laughs> He felt the need to FaceTime me right now, knowing that I'm recording today. Oh. Well. So I'm texting him, Usama. I'm recording, sir. Jesus. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm so scared, <laughs> but that's okay. All right. Okay, here we go. Let the people know. Let the people know where they can find you. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram and all social media things on Tabitha McNeil because that's a very easy thing to find nowadays. Um, I change nothing on YouTube, Tabitha McNeil. Instagram, Tabitha McNeil. Twitter, Tabitha McNeil. LinkedIn, Tabitha McNeil. And voiceover websites, Voices123, Tabitha McNeil. Super easy. <laughs> All right, it's super easy, y'all. Well, this has been an amazing episode of Conversations for the Culture. It's in the show notes, so make sure that you check her out. Make sure you tap into what she's got going on. Um, Tabitha is going to be a major, major, major star. Before we go, Tabitha, this is something I do with my guests. All right, so in five years from now, um, myself and Portia will be on somebody's network, right? If not mm -hmm. our own, that's gonna be big. But we need somebody's money, so like I have no problem going and taking, <laughs> going over to a revolt or somebody, right? Right. Uh, and we're gonna be doing this thing big time, right? Uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be big. It's gonna be major. So when we bring you back to the show, to the studio audience here in uh, five years from now, what will Tabitha be doing? Well, I would it's five things. And I'm only going okay. to say it on your show exclusively. Um, number one, Actors Meetup will be an actual place, like a legit storefront for creatives to learn how to be an actor in a healthy way 
Ooh, um, that. two, be a series regular on a TV show. Don't matter what, it don't matter who, just somebody. <laughs> um, number three, I definitely see myself going further in my voice acting career. Um, definitely being the star of a video game. Okay. It, or and a star in an animation show. Um, four is I see myself at the award shows. It doesn't matter if I win. I just want to be in the mist. <laughs> okay. I just want to be able to have a seat in the chairs at this point. Uh, that whatever I said this um, on my podcast before that I had a dream that I was literally like at the Oscars. I saw like what dress I was wearing and everything and who I was sitting beside. And so I always say that even if I'm not going to be awarded the win, I know that I will be in a chair. <laughs> um, so and then, oh, yeah, yeah, number five, I definitely see myself the lead in a movie produced by <laughs> um, produced by either Wes Anderson or Jordan Peele. So you want to do so you want to do horror. I'm highly afraid of horror, but I I want to be in it. Okay. Yeah. Highly afraid, but I I would love to get some. I, I can see you doing that. I can see you doing that. Um yeah. I'm speaking to Jordan Peele. I'm super excited about nope. Yes, yeah, so excited. I like, think Jordan Peele is going to be insane at that. I feel like it pulls from so much of how he is as a comedian. And now he's like super into horror to mm-hmm. um, being in part of kind of like the Twilight Zone. It gives me very mm-hmm. much all of the stuff he's been doing together and then sprinkle a little of the Twilight Zone in it. And I love that for him. I have a bold prediction. Yeah. All right. And I could be wrong. Okay. But if I'm right. Listen, y'all not going to hear the end of it for me th- next year when it happens. Right. Kiki Palmer will win an Oscar and Kiki Palmer will win an Oscar and or a Golden Globe for her role in Nope. I could see that. Watch y'all. I'm telling y'all. We don't that. even know what Nope is about yet. No. <laughs> all we've seen is Nope, 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 Nope. Nope, mm. nope, nope. Like, we don't even know what it's about yet. I can see that. I think it's going to happen. I feel like this is Kiki's time. This is her time. Yeah. So watch this, y'all. What's going to happen? Kiki about to get her Oscar. Mm-hmm. She deserves it at this point. She We've does. all grown up with her. We grew up with her. Give her her flowers. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. It has been amazing. I want to thank you for coming on. You are welcome back anytime you want. I look forward to working with you in the future. Make sure Thanks. that you go follow Tabitha, y'all. Follow her right now. Make sure that you follow the show. Make sure you give us some social media digital currency by sharing the show out. Leave a rating and a review if you want. No, just not if you want. Leave a rating and a review. It yeah. takes two seconds. All right? Leave a rating and review. The same way you... Never mind. All right. We will see you next time. <laughs> I'll see y'all later. Have a great day. Hey, y'all.